Hi everybody, John Ramsden here from the Learning and Development Department at Lorraine Lee, welcoming you to another Inspiring Each Other podcast. And to get the podcast in today, we're going to catch up with a guy by the name of Keith Abraham, who joined us at our leadership conference over in New Zealand a couple of years back. Keith is an absolute ripper. He's become the world's premier thought leader on passionate performance and building passionate-based cultures. And you've got CEOs of billion-dollar companies that turn to Keith for inspiration, insights, and ideas on how to bring the best out of their people and themselves. Keith has been presented with the highest honour for professional speaking, which is the Nevin Award, and also was named Keynote Speaker of the Year by the Australian National Speakers Association in 2012. He's written a number of best-selling books, including It Starts With Passion. And even bigger than that, all of that, is the fact that he's on the end of the phone right now and he's going to chat to us too. (laughs) Welcome to the program, mate. Where are you going to take us this morning? Oh, thanks, John. One of the things that I thought I'd speak about this morning is the difference between goal setting and goal achievement. Uh-huh. Everyone talks about setting a goal, but really that's nice, but it's far better to achieve the goal. That's true indeed. Well, listen, why don't people achieve goals? What's going on there? So I've been a student of the goal setting process for the last 33 years. And one of the things that I know from research that we've done around high performance individuals is the challenge that people have. So, you know, the question I keep on asking is why do smart, intelligent people set realistic, tangible goals and yet don't achieve them? And the missing link, John, is that they don't have an emotional connection. Okay. Unless you have an emotional, mental and physical connection, in other words, the why, the what, the how, heart, head, hands, feel, think, do, unless you have those three in place, you'll never truly be connected to your goal, committed to your goal, and compelled to do it. So tell me, what is a successful formula? Is everybody be listening out there, Keith, right? Everybody wants to know the successful formula for this yeah. thing, the goal setting yeah. thing. <laughs> so, so thanks, John. You know, one of the real keys for most people is they need to understand, okay, so if I need an emotional, mental, and physical connection, the first piece of the puzzle is that you need to start to un- understand what your driver is. So of the 134 different emotions that you can experience as an adult, um, 64 of them are positive. 32 of those emotions are what I would call amplified characteristics. And then that breaks down into what are the eight. The eight drivers that applies to every individual. And of those eight, people will have one or two or three that drive them, that will drive them towards achieving their goals. And when I say drive, it's about going through the uncomfortable and the inconvenient to achieve what's important, what matters and what makes a difference to them. Hang on, Keith, can we avoid the, you know, the, the hard stuff or aren't we going to be able to avoid that? Look, at the end of the day, every time you set a goal, you will be challenged. I'll give you a classic example, John. Have you ever sat down and thought, oh, you know, I need to shed a few kilos. And you go, right, you know, tomorrow morning I'm going to get up and I'm going to go for a walk and I'm going to, what's that, eat really healthy for the next three weeks, four weeks, eight weeks, whatever it might be. And, um, and you know, you get up in the morning and it's raining. And you go, oh. And then, and then you go to work and you go, okay, well, I'll just eat healthy and I'll come home and I'll have a walk in the afternoon. And you get to work and it's somebody's birthday. Somebody bring that's the day people bring in cake. Have you been following you know? my week last week? <laughs> so, so this is it. So here's what I can tell every one of your listeners, John, is that whenever you set a goal, you will be tested. 
Yeah. And it, it's the universe's way of saying, are you serious? I'm right with you, mate, because the things that you are saying, I have been there. But particularly me, it's been with exercise uh, because I love to exercise, but I've just started the swimming thing. But a cold morning and swimming, yeah. Mm, yeah, no, it's, it's tough, isn't it? It really is. It tests, it tests your resolve. Uh, you know, that's that's the piece of the puzzle. So, so the first piece of the formula is making sure people identify what they're driving emotions. Let me give you the eight so people can relate to it. Yeah, them. please, please. People want to feel successful. People want to feel purposeful. People want to feel inspired. People want to feel happy. People want to feel relaxed. People want to feel confident. People want to feel respected. And people want to feel organized. Yeah. So of those eight, the question I've got for your listeners is that when you start thinking about your business goals or your personal goals, how do you want to feel this year? Oh, Keith, I want to feel organized. I want to feel purposeful. I want to feel inspired. So understanding what that driver is. The second piece of the puzzle is then saying, what would be the number one goal you need to achieve in either your personal life, your professional life, your physical, which is your health and fitness, your profitable, which is all to do with your finances, how do you want to feel in each one of those areas? And then once you've identified what that number one goal is, make sure you articulate it in specific detail. So let's talk about health and fitness again, John. Yep. You don't want to write down, I want to lose weight. What does that mean? Is that a kilo? Is it 10 kilos? Yeah, it's actually not that specific real, is it? <laughs> no. And, and, and even when people say, well, I want to be 75 kilos. Okay. Um, but that's not enough. I want to easily become 75 kilos and be fit, healthy, energized, and slim. Yeah. See, it's a, see, you can be 75 kilos and crook. Absolutely, you can be. So you don't, you know, you want to make sure you're programming into your mind exactly what you want to achieve. Yeah. And then making sure you put a date alongside it when you want to achieve it by making sure that. So that's the that's the third step is the date. The fourth step is making sure you've got a picture in your mind because all of us have what's called a reticular activating system in the back of our head. Let me explain what it does, John. Yeah, please do that. The best example I can give you is, have you ever thought about buying a new car? As soon as you've made a decision to buy that car, that's the car you see everywhere. Yeah. Oh, that's true. You know, that's true. It's you like when you, when you are looking to buy a house, all you see is real estate signs all over the place. A hundred percent. And this is, now those signs were always there, those cars were always there, but what happens now is that your subconscious starts to align with your consciousness mm. and it, it really hones in on identifying those things as you drive around, as you walk around, as you read online magazines, whatever it might be. So that's the next piece of the puzzle. So four is about vision. Vision, okay. Five is about stopping and going, okay, what are the five reasons why you want this goal? And what I often say to people, John, is unless you've got the five reasons why, most likely the goal isn't important enough to you. Because this is where those cold mornings, cold pools, uh, you know, where those little challenges are put in front of you, you have to see beyond that. And then, of course, you get down to the nuts and bolts of it. And then that's about saying, okay, what's the, 
what's the, the milestone? So step six is what's the milestones I need to achieve? So if the goal's 12 months from today, yeah. then it's it's like the first milestone should be no more than 30 days from today. What do I need to achieve in the next 30 days to get myself on the pathway towards that goal? What's the milestone in, in say, 90 days' time? What's the milestone in six months' time? The idea of some success along the way towards the big one makes a whole bunch of sense to me. And what it does is it's like if you don't do the first milestone, we, you know, you never leave the station, really. Yeah. So, and that's, and that's that piece about, you know, all of us get frustrated because we don't feel like we're making progress. So my pro tip around um, that part, John, is to make sure that people make the first milestone easy so they create momentum. Yeah. Um, step number seven is really starting to identify what is the actual 30-day plan then. So once I've identified what the 30-day goal is, then what do I need to do to make it happen? What are the two or three or four steps that I need to take? Break it down into bite-sized pieces and making sure you start to pursue that. And then the final step is that every feeling, every emotion that you want to experience, so let's say you want to feel uh, happy, what I'd be saying to you, what's the daily ritual you need to put in place in your life to make sure you're happy? I know for me, I'm a lot better person when I do exercise in the morning. Yeah, I'm a lot more um, inspired if I read each day. So it's starting to think about what are some of those daily rituals you need to do, those not negotiables that you need to do. And, you know, what we do know is people create rituals and rituals form futures. Say that again. Um, people create rituals yep. so you and i will create a ritual rituals form futures yeah that makes so sense. so if you want to have this future then what you know if you want to achieve this then what's the rituals that you need to have each day that will move you ever so closer to that outcome hey can i ask a personal question sure what is a ritual that you have created for yourself so i have personal and professional rituals so okay Personal for me is about exercise. So it's it's getting up, going for a walk, a bit of interval training. Um, that's that's a, a personal ritual for me. I just know when I do it, I feel better. When I don't do it, I sort of feel like I'm a little incongruent for the day. Okay, yeah. Um, the, the other one that is part of my um, daily rituals is to meditate. So just to... You know, in my definition of meditation is I'm, I'm not sitting on the floor in a Zen position or anything like that. I'm just, I'm being still. I'm letting life catch up with me. Just letting myself, let, let information ideas come to me rather than chasing it all the time. Great. I, from a professional point of view, um, John, one of the rituals that I've had for a long time is I contact every, you know, five days a week, you know, I contact seven clients. Seven clients or seven prospects. I just make the call. Now, now, for other people, it could be they contact one, one a day. Yeah. But that's just a not negotiable. And so, uh, you know, if I'm really building my business and taking it to another level, I'm contacting um, seven people every day. And what does that look like? It could be a phone call, a text message, a LinkedIn message, um, a, a note in the mail, um, maybe an email, but I try and steer away from that. And so those are the types of activities because I just believe I can't contact 35 people a week and not have somebody make a purchasing decision. It's got to be good for your business. Do it for 90 days, John. You know, I, I mentor a number of speakers and um, so they'll come to me and say, look, you know, my diary's a bit, you know, 
load on and I'm just not sure, you know, I've got, I haven't got too much in the pipeline. I go, okay, contact it, contact seven people every day for the next 30 to 90 days and you won't know yourself. You, you know, your year will be booked because you just can't plant that many seeds and not have an outcome. Yeah, that's true. Okay, we got the goal now. We followed those steps. Here's a tough one. How do we stay focused on this whole thing? <laughs> See, you know, um, I wrote a book called Focus. One of the things that I've noticed is it's really easy to set a goal, but if you really want to achieve it, then you need focus. So what you have to do is you have to starve your distractions and feed your focus. Okay, starve your distractions, feed your focus. I'm with you. Yeah, so think about all the things that are stopping you from achieving. You know, it's it's noise. You know, you have to silence the noise. And so all these things are the things that just stop you from achieving your goal. So how do you do that? Uh, for me, I put big 3M flip chart post-it notes on my wall with my goals on in my office. Um, you know, I'm really clear on that. Um, each day I make sure that I know what my objectives are or my goal is for the day or the, the task, the top three things that I, I, I want to achieve. So it's making sure that I stay in what I call this corridor of focus. Yeah. So when you start thinking about what this corridor of focus is, it's about narrowing your vision down. You know, not getting distracted by things that, you know, and the question is, will they matter? Will they matter in 30 days? No, they won't. Okay, so don't buy into it. Right. And so it's, it's about focusing. It's about, you know, reading your goals each day. It's about just taking a couple of minutes each day just to visualise and affirm the goals that you want to achieve. The one with the notes is a real interesting one, Keith, because I worked for a company a little bit back and there was a lady in the US that I'd met and she was a national sales director and she said as she was moving towards that, she had written in various places around her house, I am a national sales director by whatever the date was. I am a national yes. sales director. And you open a fridge and inside the fridge it said, I am cold, but I am still a national sales director by whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but see, it's those little things, as, as quirky as that sounds or maybe crazy as that sounds, to a lot of people, they're the things that keep you on the pathway. They're the things that keep you focused. What tends to happen is that we write a goal, then we file it in the drawer and we never look at it again. Yeah. And for me, it's about having it in front of me, you know, making sure, you know, I look at my wall here and I've got my focus for July and August written down. I've got my, my business goals written down. I've got my personal goals written down. I've got my long-term business vision written down. And I've got the projects that are just critical for me to achieve before the end of the year, that, which really forms the master plan for everything. So when I'm planning each week, when I'm planning each day, I'm going, this task that I'm doing at the moment, will that lead me towards the goal? Yeah. And if it doesn't, then why am I getting wound up about it? Why am I spending time, energy and effort on it? Yeah, we're fighting with ourselves sometimes, aren't we? Oh, 100%. You've got to master yourself first. Hey, Keith, thank you so much for your uh, valuable information you passed on to us and your experience, obviously, too. I am getting a brand new pair of bathers. That's my first goal. I am going to make sure that I am, in fact, I'm going to tell my wife, too, I'm going to be at that pool three times a week and I'm going to achieve uh, my goal there. And that is uh, to get one kilometre under 20 minutes. Now, I've 
been at one stage under 21, but that's going to be the goal. So I'm going to put some of those things into place nice. and I'll nice. ring you when I got there, mate. Thank you. <laughs> hey, John, can I give some of your listeners some additional resources? Please do. Yeah, no, that'd be great. I know you've got some good stuff. For 20 minutes, there's probably not enough for people to sort of go out wow, and more of this. Um, so if they want to visit this website, it's called Keith Resources. That's K-E-I-T-H-S resources.com. And they can just log on. They put their name and their email address in, and I'll send. I'll make sure they get my inspirational, insightful blog each week. I'll make sure they get a 60-minute audio recording of the goal-setting process. Um, I'll also send them a, a little ebook that'll help them get their list of 100 goals written down. And the final piece is I'll send them some worksheets so they can actually plan out those eight steps that you and I have just been talking about. Keith, that'd be fantastic. I mean, because there'll still be people who are listening going, okay, this sounds good, but where do I start? What do I do? So that's going to be a great resource for them, mate. That'd be fantastic. Thank you so much for that. Terrific. You're most welcome. I I love the work that Lorraine Lee does, and I I, I love what you guys stand for as an organisation, and only too happy to help anybody associated with your business. Well, thank you so much, and I know you will have certainly done that today with our people, but also for those who are listening out there uh, as well into our podcast. Thank you so much for being with us this morning, Keith. Thanks very much, John. Cheers now. Well, you just got to be thinking that a number of people are going to be playing this podcast more than once and gaining from the experience of Keith Abraham. My name's John Ramsden from the Learning and Development Department at Lorraine Lee, and we will catch up with you next time we cast the pod. But in the meantime, as they say in Pindaro, in Scaliamodusco, in Musilano, which means, um, <laughs> actually, it doesn't mean anything. I just made it up. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>